0: FOREVER!
1: Hi, Anna. Hi, Andrew. And hey, everybody else. And welcome to our podcast, Scary, Scary Stories to, to tell, tell on, on the pod. pod. It's a podcast about all things spooky and creepy and urban legendy.
0: And today is Wednesday, which makes it
1: Urban, urban Legisode Day. Day.
0: It's another episode where Andrew and I are in the same place. We're in New York, so... Just put that in your spreadsheet.
1: What a dang thrill. Yeah, if any of you are trying to gauge like what how the dynamic is different when we're in the same room versus apart, if anyone can guess when we are apart. I mean, we mentioned yeah. it almost every episode we are. Yes. Um, but it feels much better doing it this way.
0: It's good to be people in the same room. Oh, my God. The phone... It's it's a failure. The phone is a failure. Yeah. It's all about being the people in the room.
1: There's just enough of a delay to think that Anna and I have no idea how to have a conversation with each other.
0: Yeah. And also it's just enough of a delay to be like, Andrew's mad at me, or like, I'm not <laughs> funny at all.
1: I'm stupid. Oh no. We we love each other very much. Um so Anna, it is my turn for an urban legisode day. Yes. Um, and I want to continue. This is the final a holiday-themed urban legisode. Yes. Uh, and boy, oh boy, this is a real thrill. Uh, this was brought to my attention both through my research for the Yule Cat, as you'll remember from my last urban legisode, yes. and also um, my friend Paul, friend of the pod, who sent <laughs> me the information that the Yule Cat is part of a larger uh, um Pantheon? Larger pantheon. That's the exact word I was looking for. Holy shit. Of holiday monsters from Iceland. Oh. Um, it's a whole family. And today's episode, I'll be focusing on the Yule Lads. No. Are you ready? Yes. Um, okay. So, the Yule Lads, this information is coming from Wikipedia. Let's just okay. be real. Uh, the Yule Lads, sometimes named Yuletide Lads or Yule Men, are the sons of <laughs> Grilla... <laughs> Yule men is so much scarier <laughs> than Yule lads. I, I know. Yule lads is kind of charming. Yule men are like. No, get a job. Get a job. Um, they're the sons of Grilla and Lepaludi. <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> and here's, here's what I really love. No. Um, so Grilla and Lepaludi are. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, they are sort of like um, giant trolls. Okay. Uh, they're they're sort of like the big monsters in Fraggle Rock, you know? Okay. Um that's how they're that's how they're portrayed. Uh they're uh, giants in Norse mythology. Like so they're that's big. kind of how they're that's So they're of,
0: the size of like a small apartment building.
1: Correct. Okay. Yeah, eight unit. Mm-hmm. Um and The oldest poems about Grilla describe her as a parasitic beggar who walks around asking parents to give her their disobedient children. Um, And her plan can be thwarted by giving her food or by chasing her away. Originally, she lived in a small cottage, but in later poems, she appears to have been forced out of town into a faraway cave.
0: I I just have to say, I'm proud of Grilla for, or is this Lepaludi? This is Grilla. I'm proud of Grilla for asking for what it is that she wants, which is disobedient (laughs) children and then settling for food. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that, that's inspirational for me. I don't know about you, gentle listener.
1: Yeah. So current day Grilla has the ability no. to detect children who are misbehaving year round. So she's kind of a Santa Claus figure. She's evolved. Uh, during Christmas time, she comes from the mountains to search nearby towns for her meal. She leaves her cave, hunts children, and carries them home in her giant sack. She devours children as her favorite snack. Her favorite dish is a stew of naughty kids for which she has an insatiable appetite. Oh, that's like an Alison Roman recipe. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh yeah, she's like, "Look, if you don't have time, right. like the herb, it's fine." <laughs>
1: That's a good alsendrop impression.
0: Is it? I you don't want know to what to talk about. She
1: says time. Um just
0: based on the photos in her cookbook that I
1: own. <laughs> so Grilla's husband, it's so so this I love. According to folklore, Grilla has been married three times.
0: <laughs> what? Are you talking about Iceland is so liberal.
1: I love it I love so that they're like much. ancient
0: folklore characters are like, look, it didn't work out. I was young.
1: <laughs> Gorilla deserves happiness.
0: You, you want to believe. You married to get yeah. certainty instead of having certainty and then getting married.
1: Her second husband was Chad Lowe. It was crazy. <laughs> um, her third husband, Lepaludi, is said to be living with her in their cave in the Dimmaborgir Dimaborg, lava fields.
0: So he moved for her job.
1: Oh Because
0: she got chased away Yeah That's amazing
1: Um, His whole vibe is that he's lazy And he doesn't leave the cave Again
0: That's hard it, it On the one hand It's nice to be with someone Where you know where they are
1: Yep That's true Um, Sort of a rock But also it's like Pull your weight I mean maybe he's helping with cooking I don't know
0: Honestly like This is like that New York Post article About like Manhattan women are dating construction workers. Can you believe it? Because there's no men who went to college. <laughs>
1: that is so terrible. It's like,
0: okay, who's talking to you?
1: Um. So, here's here's the connection. The okay. Yule cat is their cat. No. He's just their cat.
0: He's their cat? Yeah. He's their house cat? He's
1: their house cat. But he also eats kids. But he kids. wants... He who, wants clothes? He wants kids who don't have new clothes.
0: He wants kids to have clothes, and when they don't, it makes him really hungry. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and that quote that you had, the cat wants you to dress up. <laughs> <laughs> no. It's just a good... No. I love it very much. Okay. So now let's get to the meat of this. Okay. Um, The Yule Lads, there are 13 of them. They're typically portrayed as mischievous pranksters. Okay. Um, And each one of them has a day leading up to Christmas that they cause... Havoc.
0: Do they each have a theme?
1: They oh Anna, are you even ready <gasps> for this I'm list? really excited. Okay. I'm going to I'm gonna say their English translations names and then a real hard attempt at uh the Icelandic. Oh name. thank you. Okay. So on December thirteenth, the first of the Yule lads arrives. His name is Gilgadjuar Uh-huh. That stands for Gully <laughs>
0: Oh, that feels hard to hear.
1: Yep. Um, Description, he hides in gullies, waiting for an opportunity to sneak into the cow shed and steal milk.
0: (laughs) I love to steal milk. I love to hide in your gully and steal milk. I'm stealing your milk from
1: your stupid foolish cow. (laughs) Your foolish cow. Your foolish cow. Um, Second day, December 14th, uh, Stufer shows up. Bless you. Sorry, I'm allergic to stufor. People ask this about me. (laughs) Stufor, uh, English translation, stubby. Oh. Description, abnormally short. Steals pans to eat the crust left on them.
0: Okay, stufor is a dog.
1: (laughs) Stufor is a dog. Uh, There's Um,
0: no greater joy than putting like a fully cooled down omelet pan on the floor for a dog.
1: What's that called when, um, is it called fond? What's it when like... When like cheese is like burned and it tastes good and it's crispy. Oh, I don't know. I don't know either.
0: Scream it out. If Sound you're listening off. to the podcast, and we'll hear it.
1: Okay. I like this one. Uh this one I have no idea. This one has a letter that I don't even know how to pronounce. It looks kind of like a P. It must have a special pronunciation. Uh-huh. I
0: was just on Bjork's Wikipedia page. I know exactly what you're talking about. Right.
1: Um uh Icelandic name Pavor Slicker. Oh, that okay. Slicker. Pav Pvor, slicker. Um, he arrives on December 15th, English translation of his name, Spoon Liquor.
0: Okay. These are just helpful children.
1: <laughs> Spoon Liquor steals and licks, get this, wooden spoons. Uh, he's extremely thin due to malnutrition.
0: Oh no. Spoon Liquor! I want to give him all my
1: spoons. You should, you should share with, with, uh, Stufor. Have him share some crust with you.
0: Yeah. Make Stufor share.
1: Okay. A lo- okay. These are very interesting. 'Cause they're common theme here. I'm addicted. Uh, December sixteenth, uh translation, Pot Scraper. He arrives on December 16th. Is that he, today? Is it?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Right?
1: It is. Oh, it's oh, congratulations. It's
0: happening.
1: Um, he steals leftovers from pots. We're proud of him. Now, if you're a fan of leftovers, that's a nightmare. If you're not and you find leftovers overwhelming, then yeah. that's great.
0: I've sometimes left uh, rice in a rice cooker overnight because I forget to put it away after I eat my portion in uh-huh. a rice cooker. And when I say sometimes, I mean seven years ago when I used to cook. <laughs> but it, I, sh- I would find that, what's his name again?
1: Uh, Potashkaffel.
0: Potashkaffel. I'd find you very helpful. I'd be glad. I'd be like, oh no, I left it out. Oh, good. Okay. Well, Potashkaffel got it.
1: That's oh, good. Right, the, the Give tro- it to Spoon Liquor. Patrol ate it. Yeah. Uh, on December 17th, uh, ask a <laughs> <laughs> You know what uh, that is.
0: Yeah. Feast of the ass. <laughs> oh. Um
1: Translation Bowl liquor. He hides under beds waiting for someone to put down their ashkor, a type of bowl used uh with a lid instead of dishes, which he then steals. They're all hungry, but they don't eat kids.
0: I guess there's thirteen of them. Yeah. And their parents are
1: grillas grillas hogging all the food.
0: They've got one parent working and she mostly does like theater stuff. <laughs>
1: Like it's more. But they're proud of her for pursuing her passions. But yeah. it's also like sometimes they want, you know.
0: Their kids are serving.
1: Right. Uh, December 18th, Horace uh-huh. <laughs> Uh English translation, door slammer. <laughs> very clear. He likes to slam doors, especially during the night, waking people up. That's scary.
0: That's very scary. And also, these are just like cute ways of like. Asking a child to behave in a house.
1: It's yeah. Like, oh, my God. That's right.
0: Oh, don't be a little.
1: Asher Schlicker. Asher Schlicker. Don't be a little Asher Schlicker.
0: You're being an Asher Schlicker. <laughs> don't say that to him. <laughs> what? He has to learn.
1: I also, something that's funny about this, too, is it's such easy ways to scare and delight kids. Like, just in the middle of the night, slam a door and be like, ah, uh, guess who's here.
0: Guess who's here. That's scary. Or don't slam a door, by the Or
1: just do the dishes and be like, these trolls yeah.
0: do it. You'll attract trolls.
1: Okay. Oh, this is. Oh my God. Uh, on December nineteenth, Skiergomer, and uh, the translation is Skier Gobbler. Oh, now, not uh, helpful. Yeah, a Yule lad with a great affinity for Skier, which is similar to yogurt. That's
0: okay, funny. that's funny. Is that S K Y R? Yeah, I've seen that in stores.
1: Oh, really? Is it like a, a more soupy yogurt? I
0: have no idea what the consistency is, but it is in the yogurt section.
1: Okay. Is that the thing Lee Overtree is always drinking? No, that's a different no, thing. Is that kefir? That's kefir. Yeah.
0: Le- Lee Overtree would drink kefir. And that is like if you were learning how to speak Brooklyn theater scene, <laughs> that would be a sentence. That would be in a book.
1: <laughs> um, okay. December 20th. We're getting closer to the day. Uh, Bure nagger cracker. <laughs> and translation, sausage swiper.
0: Oh, now yeah.
1: we're talking. Now we're talking. Now baby. we're cooking with grease. Uh, he hides in the rafters and snatches sausages that are being smoked. That's rude. So smoking is a very long process.
0: Wow. Is it? I don't know anything I about it. I think so.
1: Well, I would imagine. I mean, now yeah. you can get equipment for it. But back then, you'd have to put it in a smokehouse. It'd have to be there for a long time. Just to smoke for a while? Yeah. And then, the, yeah. I oh, I want. You know what's kind of fun about that? What? It's like, I'm sure what they can do is like, if there's a smoky smell, be like, uh-oh, that's Sausage Swiper.
0: Oh, I was going to say, oh, if. A sausage was missing because someone ate it. They could be like, oh, a sausage swiper.
1: That's also good. Yeah, this is very useful. And
0: it's like you are holding two sausages in your hands and chewing.
1: Oh, really? Oh, these next two are hard, Anna.
0: Okay, that's fine.
1: <laughs> December 21st, Geger, And that translation is window peeper.
0: No, yeah. Gluga Glaber. We
1: knew it was going to end up Come there at some on. point.
0: We went from licking all different kinds of spoons. Right.
1: To These, a nonviolent to... sex offender. Yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash specialoffer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash Uh,
1: He is a snoop who looks through windows in search of things to steal.
0: Okay, that's fine.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's like you can say that's why you're looking, you know. No. But also scary. That's so spooky. I guess it's just dark
0: all the time in Iceland. Yeah. Like most. Or half the year. Yeah, that is. We've got time to think of a -a Gluga Glugagager. Oh, no.
1: Okay, this one, now we're getting into a place where it's like, what on earth is happening? December 22nd, get a peffer. The translation, doorway sniffer.
0: Okay, (laughs) that's fine. Don't, sir, Sir,
1: ma'am. (laughs) Sir, ma'am. Ma'am. Doorway sniffer has an abnormally large nose. And an acute sense of smell, which he uses to locate leaf bread. Love bread.
0: Are you talking about?
1: I guess it's a maybe a seasonal bread, and he's going to snatch it up because he likes to smell it. He's to smell the door. He he sniffs in the doorway, maybe because he can't he can't waste time to search. He just okay. is like getting a sense.
0: He's sniffing.
1: Okay, December twenty third. This is just a horror character. Ket Croker. Translation: Meat hook. And he uses a meat hook to steal meat.
0: Oh, that's fine.
1: That's okay. It yeah. I imagine that. I imagine in like the the Blumhouse version of it, he is mm, he's much scarier.
0: He's like using it to steal people. Yeah. Uh, like to be called meat hook and all you do is hook meat. I think is kind of a <laughs> uh, an expectation that was not fulfilled.
1: Oh, oh, okay. December twenty fourth, Uh Translation: Candle Stealer. Oh, this is very funny. Follows children in order to steal their candles, (laughs) which were once made of tallow and thus edible.
0: Oh, Oh. like animal fat.
1: Yeah, tallow. That would smell weird.
0: I would love a tallow. I'm I'm a candle. I'm a candlehead.
1: (laughs) I would love this. Anna is primarily known as a candlehead.
0: That's my job.
1: (laughs) I candle. Yeah. It's funny to think of kids being like, not my candles.
0: No, I'll get in trouble.
1: It's like it's a Game Boy. This was the Game Boy back.
0: Okay, then. no more. Give me your candle. No. <laughs> Are you gonna do your homework? I. Yeah. <laughs> um.
1: Okay, and finally, the you lad who arrives on December. Oh, I messed this up. Oh shoot, I messed this up. Sorry. The first one is on December twelfth. I totally skipped one, and for that I apologize. Um, his name is Steck Jar Star. And that translates to sheep coat clawed. Oh. And he harasses sheep, but is impaired by stiff peg legs. That's hard.
0: Oh, my God. Harasses yeah. them.
1: Right. And is impaired. So this is a this is a disabled Yule lad who has a passion for frightening your sheep, but it is not good. It's not great at it.
0: It's the only one that doesn't end in eating something. Yeah,
1: that's peculiar, isn't it? I guess it's or kind I guess of they building. Steal.
0: Does he steal them?
1: Maybe he eats wool. Does he eat the sheep?
0: I'd hope so. <laughs> Otherwise, I don't understand what his angle is.
1: <laughs> yeah, he's kind of the um, he's kind of the outlier in this group. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Oh, you're right. Virtually all of them are trying to. Oh, except for the door slammer.
0: Oh, door slammer is just he's slammy.
1: Yeah, he's slammy. He don't eat.
0: He's feeling slammy.
1: Um. So. Th- those are all the Yule Lads. There are obscure Yule Lads. Oh. Um, Indie Yule Lads. Yeah. Uh, there, in, in East Iceland, there existed a folktale of a specific group of Yule Lads who did not come from the mountains, but from the ocean. Oh. One very obscure nursery rhyme mentions there are two female Yule Lads oh. who steal melted fat by either stuffing it up their nose or putting it in their socks.
0: Okay, these are my heroes. These are my strong female protagonists that I've been craving.
1: Oh my god. I for- I forgot a bag. Oh my god. Um put in your socks. I'll just shove this up my nose. I'll shut up my nose and I put on my socks. <laughs> She's a queen. She is a queen. They're both um, queens. So it looks like in Iceland they you know they, they dress up as like people dress up as as these characters for parades and things. Ooh. Also, um milk cartons in Iceland are are sometimes adorned with the Yule Lads on them during the holidays. Cute. I'm this is very funny to me. Because it's um, it's entirely, like, mischief-based and not about gift-giving. <laughs> no. You know? Yeah. I
0: guess mischief is Christmassy because it's about kids and it's, like, the Savior was born and he's good. And, like, mischief is a nice like, contrast.
1: Yeah. It's – it also, like – Uh, something is going on in that part of the world where I guess the Yule time was scary. I mean, it's like, it's, it's a scary time. It's dark. It's the shortest days. Yeah. Yeah. Were there any holiday traditions that creeped you out, Anna?
0: Um, I guess like my mom really liked watching the Alistair Sims, uh, Scrooge. Um, and that spooked me out like the scene of, all the um, ghosts trying to help mm. the hungry. Oh, yeah. Lady with the baby scared me. I guess this is less of a tradition and more of
1: a movie. No, but that is... Uh, we would watch the Albert Finney Scrooge.
0: Oh, that's what I'm... Or oh, are those two different ones?
1: Yeah, there's the... Oh, okay. The Albert Finney one is like musical. They sing.
0: Oh, yeah. No, this one is just straight up. Are there no prisons?
1: Yeah. Are there no workhouses? In, in the Albert Finney one... Um, Oh my gosh! Who played Obi Wan Kenobi in the original Star Wars? Why can't I? This Sir is so humiliating. Mister uh, Guy. I'm so sorry. His name was listeners. Harrison Ford. Ford. <laughs> um, he plays Jacob Marley. Oh, and they sing a so- he sings a song where he and Scrooge are floating through all these ghosts who are <gasps> miserable because they can't help people anymore. And um, it's the scariest thing. And there's like a jump scare in it that as a kid I'd be like, I can't, this is too real for me.
0: Oh my God. Now I want to watch much. it.
1: I'll have to send it to you. I'll it's find a very, it on it's, YouTube. It also in this version, it's a it's a really delightful version of of a Christmas Carol, but they add a scene and in it Scrooge goes to hell. <laughs> he falls into his grave, he lands in hell. Oh. Marley's down there and he's like, I have your chain for you. And then he gets sent into a freezing cold office. And is chained to the office. Oh, and then he like wakes up from that. That appeals to me. Yeah, people people are kind of up in arms about it, like why add that scene, but I think it kind of works. It's very campy and British and fun.
0: Oh my god, we love that.
1: Yeah, I was scared of um my well, my mom did the, does this thing on the uh, winter solstice where <laughs> where uh, we weren't allowed to use electricity.
0: Oh, until
1: like and then like so, for the first hour of sunset. We weren't allowed to use like we were, like would have to use candles. It was very spooky. And it was like that's so
0: cool. It's
1: very it was very magical as a little kid. It, there was a period of time where it became very inconvenient when I had like exams in high school because it'd be like, uh, like then I'd be studying by candlelight. Studying <laughs> by now.
0: candlelight. That's so romantic. Though. Yeah.
1: And my mom would make like stew and like a rustic bread. Of naughty children. <laughs> my mom, Grilla. Um I am the Yule lads. Is that what is that a tradition of some it's my mom has always loved solstices. My dad is like you're, this is, you're a pagan, you're, and uh, and she's very Catholic. All the pagan.
0: best Catholics are pagans,
1: <laughs> truly. If you go further into it, our version in Florida was a little more. In New Hampshire, we were more about the no electricity. In Florida, I think now we just go to the beach and watch the sunset, which is kind of nice. Yeah, That's
0: so sweet.
1: Yeah, oh, uh, now she loves an equinox. Go and just
0: live with your parents. She loves. It can be
1: fun. She loves equinox. She loves the solstice. Um, But yeah, that that always kind of that always was a little scary to me. But now I like it. That's hard. Um, And I guess I was a little scared of Santa Claus sometimes.
0: Oh yeah, Santa. He's either a stranger or an older male relative who's been disguised, which are both. Yeah, we can agree. I think I was also.
1: I, I don't know if you ever had this experience with Santa, where it was like between excitement. A little bit scared but also the stress of when you're like having an important friend over <laughs> you're like oh. um uh, just I want to make sure uh
0: do you want water sorry that's stupid but do you <laughs> I have uh, of course you know I have so I'm stupid
1: <laughs> my my favorite thing one time I went with my uh, nieces and nephews um, who I just saw actually this week they were in New York uh, to the mall to see Santa Claus in Palm Beach, Florida. And there's, and the, the gardens mall there is like it, the most Palm Beach thing you can imagine. It's insane. And they overdo everything. And the mm-hmm. Santa Claus line is incredibly long, just like shockingly long. And they go every year cause they've got pretty good Santa clauses. And, uh-huh. um, and on the drive there, when I'd be like, are you guys excited? They reacted like they were heading to a date and someone's like asking them about the date where they're like, yeah, no, I'm it's, I'm excited. I just, I'm just thinking. I just need to. We'll
0: see. We'll see how. I don't know. It's, I'm
1: not putting too much pressure I'm not on putting
0: it. too much pressure <laughs> <laughs> It's just for fun. It is just, what it is. And,
1: they're, and they kept being like, well, we know he's, we know it's not, we know it's probably not the real. It's probably, it, it'll probably be, it's probably fine. Like maybe he'll talk to him, maybe he won't. It's fine.
0: Somebody should interview kids in the line before they go see Santa. Yeah. Just to like get
1: a full. Because very few of them are just like, Santa. Like it's like, okay, like oh my here God, we go. of course.
0: My main memory of Santa was like being a twelve-year-old who's like, pr- like too old to go. My family has a big Christmas party every year uh, at a firehouse because there's just too many cousins. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have it in a firehouse, and then your parents can like, oh, sorry, spoiler alert for any of my five-year-old cousins who are listening, <laughs> but um, they like your parents put it in, and like if your parents put it in when you were still like fourteen. Of just, like, this, the smirk of a shy child who's, like, gone through puberty but hates it and, like, just, like, you're kind of, like, leaning on his knee. You're like, hi, I know you're not Santa. I just need for you to know that I know and I'm not. You're, like, performing like, oh, it's Santa for the little kids. But you're also like, I'm as good as an adult. I don't need this for you. I don't need from you what I'm doing. Like, when you were at the age where you could finally wear jeans and a sweater to a party instead of a dress. Yeah. And you're like, this, I get the, thank you. Thanks for this calendar. Probably. I you, I know that you're my cousin Kenny. I'm sorry.
1: Oh my god. <laughs> that's very funny.
0: That is my main, it makes sense that it's my last, that's my main memory of Santa because it's my most recent one.
1: Yeah, no, that that all checks out. Which,
0: that's scary too. That is scary. Growing is scary.
1: Growing, scary. Uh, we've come to I really my favorite segment oh, of any of any episodes we do, uh, and that segment is called "Scary Ideas, Ideas for, things for Things That, that Could Happen." happen. Do yeah. you have one, Anna? I do. Okay, be my guest.
0: You're sitting in an easy chair by the fire on Christmas Eve, and you're reading a book, and you're starting to doze off, so you put bookmark on the page where you're reading so you don't fall asleep and you slowly nod off and then you wake up a little bit and see that your bookmark is a (gasps) ponytail. Oh, that That could could happen. happen. (laughs) It hair. Oh no, it hair. Yeah, I'm bringing it. Oh, These aren't twee over long no. run on sentences. These are nightmares. That
1: is a scary idea for a thing that could happen. It could. Wow. Oh, okay. okay. i one. You go. You're eight years old. The year 1995. You've just received for Christmas an easy bake oven. You've set it up. It's been plugged in. The little light bulb has been screwed in. You make your first mix, but you notice that the cake tin is in the shape of a little person. And when you make your mix, it's thicker and redder than you were expecting. And as you stir it, it almost becomes flesh colored. And then you pour it in the tin and you put it in the oven. And from inside the oven, as it bakes, you hear, That could happen.
0: Andrew, we said no Watchmen spoilers. <laughs> Andrew.
1: Oh, that oh that episode way back when really, that scared me.
0: That scared me, the going and the thing thing. Yeah. And also the baby like.
1: I know. Scary I scary for I me. I don't like when... I don't like in movies when people age too fast. Oh, yeah. When they make them age fast. I, that, I feel very uncomfortable about
0: Also that. like when they've just been made and they're like the actors who are like British, uh, like very good RSC right, trained Rada. actors who yeah. are pretending to be like, DUR. <laughs> Both those actors did such a good job of <laughs> <laughs> I
1: know. Oh, that though. That, that's. They very effectively made me feel super uncomfortable about that whole thing.
0: Oh yeah. They really did. I
1: want a series about them.
0: I want a series about those actors and what it was like. We Andrew I and I both watched the finale last night together. We were like, How did they get paid? They I, like played a million characters. Anna,
1: you asking that question blew my mind. Because yeah, like what was the negoti what was the negotiated rate when They're, it's like multiples of you? Yeah.
0: Playing hundreds of characters. Right. Anyway. They get paid um,
1: a hundred times what a day player would get paid.
0: Yes. That's pretty good. They should. Um. Wow. Well, I believe that's the end of this episode. Andrew, thank end. you so much for the Yule Lads. Let's all, oh. just as we're making our Christmas cookies and stews and whatever, um, just remember to do the dishes before you go to bed. Yeah. Pour one out for the Yule Actually, Lads. Actually, you know what? No, leave them out.
1: Yeah. Be a friend. Be an yeah. ally to the Yule Lads. Don't put your leftovers in the fridge. Leave them <laughs> on the floor. Oh, and another way you can be a friend. Get, get out. out. Forever.